What's up, everyone? Welcome into episode number 127, where I will talk about Michigan basketball. I also talk about the Big Ten releasing their football schedule for 2024 and 2025. And then last thing I will talk about is Ferris State and the cool opportunity that the football team will be having. So let's get into it with Michigan basketball. And I know I've talked a little bit about Michigan basketball in the past, especially when I had Greg Waddell of Sleepers Media on. We talked a little bit about Caleb Love, we talked about Olivia Kamwa, we talked about his kind of opinion on where the Michigan basketball program is headed, where they're looking for next year as well, and Michigan basketball actually got good news, I believe, yesterday when it was announced that power forward Olivia Kamwa out of Tennessee had committed to Michigan, and this was pretty big news because even like 48, 72 hours ago, Olivier Kamwa lets Michigan know that they were not in the running anymore. And then next thing you know, 24 hours later, he commits there. And I think that has a lot to do with several different reasons. I was on a Twitter live with some people, and they said that, especially Ant Wright, he was saying that basically the two teams that was recruiting him the heaviest one was including Baylor, that they recruited so well and talked about so badly the other team that they basically put themselves out of the running and made him go to the University of Michigan. Now, do I think some NIL money came available for Michigan? Absolutely. I think Juwan Howard probably made a big enough concern or a big enough reaction to what was happening that maybe Michigan gave him a little bit more. And I think this is a pretty big pickup for this basketball team. Now, with that being said, do I think they're going to be one of the top teams in the Big Ten? Probably not as of right now. But with Olivier Kamwa, you're getting probably either your best player or your second best player come in as a transfer. And he was very, very good against Duke. He had 27 points in the NCAA tournament. He is very good defensively. Him and Terrace Reed are going to be a very good defensive 4-5. and five. And you're getting a player that is extremely athletic. A player that has the ability to jump really high. He can be a little hit or miss especially when he was at Tennessee. But that's kind of what happens with Tennessee. You don't really necessarily know what type of player you're getting because it seems like all those players are kind of inconsistent. And Olivia Kamala was kind of the third, fourth, maybe even the fifth option at Tennessee, which is the reason why I think he was able to take advantage against Duke. But if you're Michigan, this has to be a really good sign. Now, you still do have a little ways to go, in my opinion, to be in that running for the top Big Ten team. Maybe even picking up another transfer or two could do that. But this is a really good start. I think Olivier Kamwa is going to be a very good player for Michigan. Now, is he going to be able to be draftable? We'll see after this season. But credit to Juwan Howard. He knew that he had to get players in. He had three scholarships open, and he's using one of them for probably one of the best power forward transfers in this class. Definitely one of the best transfers left. Juwan Howard has missed on several transfers, but hey, you know what? 
all that matters is that he announced that he is committed. There was kind of questions towards the end on was there a possibility that those other teams could get maybe a little bit more NIL money. But, yeah, he committed to Michigan, and he's going to be very, very good for Michigan. Now Michigan have a power forward. They have a four. They're probably going to need a backup center, and then they might need a three. So they still have a couple more positions that they could probably get, but Olivia Cam was going to come in and give Michigan a really good player at the four, which is something that Michigan did not have last year, and one of the reasons why Michigan wasn't able to make the NCAA tournament because they had, like, Tara Reed, Will Cheddar there. But now you have... Olivier Kamwa, who's going to be miles ahead, better than those. And there's other opportunities for other players to step up as well. I do expect Juwan to probably pick up at least another transfer, not leave two scholarships open. But I think this is a very good start for Juwan. A little late in the transfer portal, but there's no such thing as being too late as long as you get your guys. So... Good pickup for Michigan. Needed pickup as well. But we'll see what Joan does from now on. Now let's go on to the Big Ten schedule that was released like three hours ago. You have Michigan's opponents for 2024 and 2025. Michigan's 2024 is going to be a very difficult year. They're going to be playing teams like Ohio State. They're going to be playing teams like USC, UCLA. Now, that's because they're going to be in the Big Ten, but then you also have to play Texas. You also have to play your rivalry against Michigan State. 2024 is going to be a very difficult schedule for this Michigan team. Now, let's talk about who they're playing in the Big Ten. So, in 2024 at home, Michigan will be playing Maryland, Michigan State, Minnesota, UCLA, and Wisconsin. Away, they will be playing Illinois, Ohio State, Rutgers, USC. I would say those are probably decently balanced. Maybe a little bit more favorable matchups at home, in my opinion, because you don't have to face Ohio State. You don't have to face... USC, those are going to be extremely difficult away games. But at home, you're going to be playing Maryland, which Maryland should be all right. Minnesota, you you never know. UCLA is getting a little better, but you never know. Wisconsin, Michigan beats a majority of the time. And then you got your home game against Michigan State, which at home, we've seen in the past, Michigan been able to either dominate or not. So it will definitely be interesting to see what goes on there. Now let's go on to the 2025 schedule for Michigan. You have at home Northwestern, Ohio State, Penn State, Purdue. Then away you have Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan State, Nebraska. To me, this is a much friendlier schedule to Michigan, at least the Big Ten-wise, because one, you're not going to have to play USC, you're not going to have to play UCLA either. And your hardest games are most likely going to be at home. At least two of the three hardest games. You have Ohio State, you have Penn State at home, and then you got Michigan State that could be better than they have been, which you always have a rivalry game, so it's definitely going to be 
difficult majority of the times. It wasn't last year, but usually it's a pretty decently close game. So I definitely think 2025 is a much friendlier schedule for Michigan, at least Big Ten wise. One thing I didn't say, for 2024, Michigan will not have to play Penn State. So that is a good thing. But, like I talked about, their schedule is still going to be incredibly difficult. But if Michigan can get through that schedule, especially after maybe potentially losing quite a few players after this upcoming season because you've had a lot of players come back for grad years and seniors that might not have the opportunity or might not come back, definitely going to be a big year for Michigan. But it was also announced that Michigan will have two protected rivalries, and it's no surprise to anyone that those protected rivalries will be Ohio State and Michigan State. So those two teams will always play Michigan, and that's honestly how the thing should go, in my opinion. Now let's go over to Michigan State, as Michigan State's schedule was also released. I'll probably go more of their whole schedule, just because Michigan State released their whole schedule instead of just their... Big 10 schedule. So let's go 2024. I think this is a, I don't want to say easy year, but this is probably the year that if you're Michigan State, you're kind of looking at where you're like, okay, you're going to have possible opportunities to maybe build your way up in the Big 10 because you at home you have Florida International University, you have FIU, you have Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, you have Illinois, you have Indiana, you have Ohio State, you got Purdue, you got Rutgers. Big Ten wise, that's not too difficult. Your hardest game, Big Ten wise, is going to be Ohio State by far. But you're going to get them at home. So hopefully you'll be much improved from the last couple of years and hopefully you can keep this closer. But we'll see with Ohio State. Michigan State really hasn't kept Ohio State close in the last couple of years. So we'll see where Michigan State is at. There, but that's a pretty decent home schedule for Michigan State. You should hopefully beat a decent amount of those, if not only losing to Ohio State. Away schedule is not bad either. You got Boston College, you got Maryland, you do got Michigan away, which will be, of course, a difficult schedule, like I've always talked about. You do have Nebraska, and you do have Penn State. So overall, I think your away schedule is a little harder. If you're Michigan State, just because you have Michigan and Penn State that year. But it's not too bad. It's going to be expected that you're going to be playing Michigan every year. And then, surprisingly, Penn State's not protected rivalry. So Michigan State might have some years where they don't play Penn State. Which, to me, is a weird thing because I thought the land grant trophy would be a protected rivalry, but turns out I was going to have three protected rivalries, which doesn't make any sense in my opinion. I think a team should have no more than two, but that's just my opinion. Now let's go on to the 2025 season where Michigan state does not have to play Ohio state. Instead, they're going to have Western Michigan at home, Youngstown state at home, Boston College at home. Then here comes the Big Ten schedule. You got Michigan at home, Northwestern at home, Penn State at home, and UCLA at home. Away you have Indiana, Iowa, 
Minnesota, USC, and Wisconsin. To me, this is definitely a more difficult schedule. I think you got some of the more top teams in this. Now, you don't have to play Ohio State, which is a good thing. But then you also have to go out west to play USC, which we know how Michigan State has done against teams out west. You do have UCLA at home, though. Definitely will be interested to see what UCLA is like in 2025. And then, of course, you have Penn State. Penn State's going to always be good. Michigan's going to always be good. And then away, you got Iowa. It's really hard to play at Kinnick Stadium. Michigan State has not had success at Kinnick Stadium in a long time. You also have Minnesota, which the last time I believe Michigan State played at Minnesota, they did not do very well. And then you have at Wisconsin as well. So couple hard games in my opinion. Hopefully Michigan State will be further along in this and hopefully they'll be much better by 2025 so I can say hey you know what they're going to be in the top Big Ten and maybe overall it might not look harder just because they're going to be better than some of these teams but as of right now just looking at what this team would do on this schedule I definitely do think this is a harder schedule for Michigan State. But yeah, that's really kind of the Big Ten schedule that was being released. I think Michigan, honestly, especially for the class uh, year 2024, I do think they got shorted um, quite a bit. I think they got an extremely hard schedule. I don't know if it's because a lot of people have been upset by the teams that Michigan have been playing in the non-conference the last few years, but I do think Michigan got the really tough end of that selection, and I think Michigan State overall got a fairly decent selection. There's no teams, in my opinion, like it's not like an extremely hard Big Ten schedule. It's going to be more difficult, especially in the year of 2025, but... Like I said, hopefully Michigan State will be better during that time. So overall, I think if you're Michigan, you have to be kind of upset about the 2024 season. I think 2025 will be better. I think especially if Harbaugh continues to play, continues to build his team, continues to bring in great talent, I think Michigan, again, will be at the top of the Big Ten in 2023, 2024, and 2025. So... Definitely think Michigan fans aren't going to be thrilled about their schedules in 2024. I think 2025 they'll be a lot happier with. And then Michigan State, I haven't seen a whole lot of people complain about it, especially because in 2024 you don't have to play USC or UCLA. And then 2025 you don't have to play Ohio State. In my opinion, that's a pretty good draw, especially if you get better, which is hopefully what most Michigan State fans are expecting. So last thing I really want to talk about before I end the podcast is Ferris State's football team got a unique opportunity and they got invited by the President of the United States to the White House and this is the first time a Division 2 team, especially a national champion team, has ever been invited to the White House by the President. It's only ever Division 1 that's been invited, but it was announced today that Ferris State will be invited to the White House, that President Biden will be having them. Awesome opportunity. Like, incredible for the state of Michigan, incredible for Ferris State. You have to give a shout-out to the President as well. I think that's really cool that he's giving that opportunity for them. So it would be pretty cool to have kind of a Ferris State 
player on here, especially after that visit, for them to talk about that visit. Maybe I'll try to plan something on that. But, yeah, really cool opportunity. Really an awesome thing that the president did. And I think it's great for the state of Michigan. I think it's great for Ferris State. And, yeah, good coverage. So, yeah, that's really kind of it that's going on in kind of the college-level area for the state of Michigan. Again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Tune in on Saturday. There will be an interview being released by two football players in the state of Michigan. It's an awesome interview, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. So tune in for that. But thank you again for listening, and that is a wrap to episode number 127.